You're listening to That's a Whole Other Show, though, on Open Lines Radio. Follow Ryan on Instagram at 18realms. That's the number 18. Follow Hannah at Roadside Shaman. Follow Open Lines Radio at Open Lines Radio. And be sure to check out Open Lines Radio online at www.openlinesradio.com. Now stay tuned for That's a Whole Other Show, though. Enjoy. Clearing the old throat chakra. It's nice to do that beforehand. There. That'll be nice and quiet. Okay. So we have so far pulled um, and laid out three tarot cards. The Ace of Wands, the World, and the Three of Cups. And this is from the Wild Unknown Tarot by Kim Kranz, who we adore and appreciate. And we also have three cards pulled from her animal spirit deck the wild unknown animal spirit deck we got oyster dragon cool i love the colors in that one and hyena yeah weird hyenas are weird yeah i got this card with a reading um two weeks ago maybe yeah Hey, half moon, probably. Anyways, I think that hyena is um, a, a fun energy. We were talking about hyenas being able to switch genders, weren't we? Yeah, they can do something like that. I think they're, I don't know if it's gender role, I don't know if it's roles so much as it is, but I guess, I don't know which way it works. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like I this should be they... a chakra reading, but we need one more card. Because the thing is, I'm looking at all of this and seeing six, and I'm like, well, what is that? Mind, body, spirit, mind, body, spirit. And I'm like, no, 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 no. And I'm like, it should be seven. I told you to pick another card. I know, but I forgot that part. <laughs> I'm just looking at it going like, what is it? What are we reading? And I'm going... Because for me, it's never just about the card card. It's about the conversation of the many cards, you know, because... Are, every... are those those slides I gave yeah, you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh, fucking so weird. Oh, my God. Okay. So, you know, these are in my box, like, just kicking around here. They just are in there. I don't know why. They just have been in there. I'm like, where's a safe place? Well, the tarot cards are precious and protected. So I'm like, they'll live there, right? That's just their little kick place, right? Perfect spot. Perfect spot. But I don't usually look at them. Because they're just in there, you know. But every once in a while, I'll, like, take a gander and, like, just look at the color. And I know that they're very, like, warm. I just remember they're very, like, warm and orangey. And since we're in Vermilion Moon, this morning I was, I just was feeling inspired to look through them to find something in a, in a color totem type of a range or whatever. And so I'm flipping nice. through them and I look at them and I see the date and it's exactly 19 years ago. To the day? Yeah, to yesterday, but like, you know, a couple hours. Come on. It says 623, and today is the and 24th. Where was, okay, and where was it? 623. The, they're printed. I think they're printed. No, it, and it's at the carnival that was in it's Fallbrook. The, this is the one that I took. Yeah, because yeah. this, you know, the carnival is... The carnival's right now, right? It's they're happening. They're just taking it down. Taking so this it down. is exactly so, yeah. 19 years to the 19, day. that's what I'm saying. Fucking 19 years. And the carnival's happening? And, I, and like I said, I see these every day. I touch them every day. I look at them every day. I virtually never 
look at them, look at them, like as far no. as the images. Okay, so here's the deal. Here's the deal. It wasn't taken then. No, it wasn't taken then, but that's when it was printed. Yeah, it was made into the slide at this time. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah right. But still the fact that like it was made into a slide and you're looking at it. And the carnival, this carnival that I'm shooting is yeah, the same carnival in the ended. library. You just parking. shot it? No, no, no. But I'm saying oh, that this is, carnival yeah. that this has, that I was shooting yeah. this time that I, that we, that I took I pictures of we is the exact there. carnival that's Did going on. Did we go? Because right. there's a picture of me in this yeah, same was, slide. Did we go together? Oh, I don't and know I if you went. Remember? It could have just been a random or that just you mixed have. in with. The I'd have to thing see your the slide. You of, I'd have it's to see this it. This one. It's look. See my face. No, it's different because see the. It's this is a paper. This oh, it's different. Yeah, so you. Oh, that's different. a different set. Okay. This was. That looks like like, this was definitely taken at like, golden hour. Yeah, yeah. And I think it's you looking like west, probably at your parents' house. It looks like that to me too. I, I was like, it looks like a porch. porch. I was like, it looks like a porch picture. Yeah, totally <laughs> like that does. light off it of does. the redwood yeah, at yeah, sunset. Yeah. It just has a certain quality yeah. to it. Like basically, all my wedding photos look like this light. You know, because all right, because it was it on the porch at sunset in the springtime. Yeah. So, but look, it says June. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Isn't that what I that mean, it says? would have been. It says June 2000. Yeah, so 19 years ago, exactly. This is so freaking weird. But it was weird that I looked at it today, saw it today, took the picture today. Like, the oh. fact that, like, it's just, like, why? I know, because your brain saw it at some point and remembered sure. and subconsciously it notified your super but maybe conscious. Not. Yeah, and, maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe. I, that sort of stuff to me is so unknown. It's so weird. Like, I, I would rather err on that that is exactly what happened. Right. Because that sounds like, Because okay, I'm sure I looked through just them at biology. some point and went, yeah. hey, it's almost like my parents' Absolutely. anniversary. You know, because today is my parents' wedding anniversary. Which, by the way, numerologically, I just tripped out because it's like 666. And I didn't realize because it's 6, 24, which at, that condenses uh-huh. to 6. And then it's 1966. So I'm like, oh, whoa. So weird. The marriage of the beast. I know, right? <laughs> oh, they would hate that. They would think like, oh no, don't think that. But I'm like, when you think of 66 as a building number and a relational number, which it is from a numeral- numerological standpoint, 666 is more about building, you know, like manifestation. So they manifested five kids. So that was a pretty powerful there union. So blessings on their union may they so only go ahead. have ever expanding joy yes expanding joy either from either one i don't care you said you like this yes. sometimes but if we don't need to just do whatever do, I stick think, with this one since we're all in the same yeah place. i think i just want to stick with kim today because i i just she, she wolf while i adore them and you their want work this? I or do you want an animal over, card or do you want a tarot card i'm just deciding i think there you I'm go there's the two decks waiting because i think i'm not sure I'm not sure which chakra goes to what, but I just feel like there's one of these for each chakra somehow. I don't know. That's just what came for me when we started looking at them. Um, yeah, I think I want another animal one. I don't think I want another tarot. That's these ones. I, um, I love this author I love this deck and I feel like their symbolic power in their color use and in their line work 
it just really speaks to me, you know? So, thanks, Kim Franz. You're rad. It's the one. Ha, ha, ha. The stingray. That's cool. <laughs> That's hilarious. Did this come up for you? Juliet got stung by stingray really bad this week. She had to go to the lifeguard tower and put her foot in a bucket and everything. Like, it's been bad. And she's fine now. She's feeling better. She feels like, yay. But, of course, I've gotten stingray this week so many times. So, that is hilarious. <laughs> okay. Okay, that's so funny. So yeah, synchronicity really does happen. That's funny. So I guess Stingray's gonna be root because um her foot got stung, so I feel like Yeah, start with Stingray since we ended. So Hayoka, we begin at the end. I like that. Um Growing a spine and Kundalini from the graphics. What do you get? Very, from that? Uh, very chakra esque uh, drawing. It doesn't look like the way she highlighted the spine like that with the different colors. Yeah, obviously. Like even if you look at it this way, especially like for right. some reason, it looks more. I mean, I don't know. I guess this is the red to violet. They traditionally draw it that way, but I don't know. Whatever. Anyways, the point is, it does look very. Like a chakra map or something, whatever they call it, when you see that drawing of like the right. person sitting in lotus and they have like bling 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 bling, mm-hmm. <laughs> like the light up score. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Or as I like to put it, it's uh, it's their little their little LED meter, <laughs> like on a mixing console yeah, recording, yeah, yeah. like, like it's an like, EQ thingy. Yeah, like it just like from red to green, you know, like or from green to red. Sorry. Yes, 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 yes. Green, yellow, red, like. Yep, elevate your vibration. Okay, so this is about developing confidence, sense of self, or spine. So yeah, the spine is highlighted for a reason. The stingray card represents a pivotal point in personal growth. The moment has come when the stingray must decide between the old, easy, comfortable, and familiar. Well, hi, we're in cancer season, so comfort zones are definitely a theme. And the new, challenging, uncomfortable, and unfamiliar. Pressure from family and friends makes the decision even more complicated. No matter what choice is made now, it's inevitable that this dilemma will surface again and again as the force of Dharma growing within the stingray is too strong to ignore. So wait, Dharma is the, <laughs> the, the, the teaching, right? Dharma the is the work. Dharma is, is the, the work? work that you're doing on this plane to like elevate your spirit or it's like the opposite of karma i don't know i think of dharma as like your your work that you're doing your holy work your sacred work your purpose your soul work i think of it like soul work but you know i don't speak whatever language are those words i just hear people use them in yoga classes and go is that what that means so so i guess it's the nature of reality regarded as a universal truth taught by the Buddha, the teaching of Buddhism. So yeah, it's the teaching. Remember I said it's the teaching of it? So It's, it's not the work itself? No, it's, it's the, the lessons? The, so there's like the way, right? Yeah. Like, so Dharma means the, the teaching. So okay. there's, the, there's the branches of Buddhism, right? There's the Dharma, Karma, and then... So maybe I just thought that the the teaching consolidated into the work. 
or something, the soul work, but no, it's all of their teaching about compassion. Well, because like you can also, well, there's also the hint, there's also, see, I'm talking from, I think, a Zen sense or sure. Of you know a, a different that Buddhist. one monk, his whole book but, was all about Dhamma. Right, which but see Dhamma, that's the other way to say it. Yeah, right? that's, that's the, the the Thai way. It's yeah, spelled D A M M A, but right. he said it's this D H A R M A. I wrote them both on a piece of paper, like on a post it at the lunch table at the monk's lunch table, right. and I said, "Is it the same?" And he said, "Yeah, yeah, same word, same word." And I'm like, "Okay." Okay, so. In Hinduism, mm-hmm. I think it's more along the lines of what you're saying, which is where this might come from. That's probably where I get Dharma it. Dharma because... signifies behaviors that are considered to be in accord with Ritta. Right. The order that makes life and universe possible and includes duties, rights, laws, conduct, virtues, and the right way right. of living. In Buddhism, Dharma means cosmic law and order and is also applied to the teaching. All right, so that was really interesting because um, my dad, you know, I just mentioned it's my mom and dad's anniversary today, their 53rd anniversary. Yikes, wow, that's so rad. It is rad. Um, So they're going visiting the Channel Islands, they're waiting to board a boat in Santa Cruz right now, and he just called me because, I don't know, he just, that's Douglas. I, I love my dad, my poppy. He's so awesome. My mommy. I'm very happy that they're so consistent in their union, even in the hard times. <laughs> they're like, you know, it's just nice. Okay, so anyway, so moving on. What I was saying before my dad uh, interrupted the conversation was I think that that's maybe the difference in our... Uh, definition of that word is that you seem to come into these concepts via the Zen route typically and I usually come in more from the Hindu cosmic type of stuff because it's all of like the yoga spiritual people and all that stuff was the the Hindu aspect of these words in the Sanskrit meanings are obviously the root of Zen Buddhism as it made its way further further east so through the minds and whatever meditations of many different people before it turned into what it is by the time it became that but But it's kind of like calvinist versus like like methodist you can almost say it's almost still the exact same thing like i understand the teaching to be also to be a doing you know right not just a receiving of a of a of a of a concept but also the sharing of a concept and then that it's doing it's a work you know so you know Dharma, it just means your your work, your teaching, that sort of thing. So yeah, I mean, when she says it, then we're thinking about. We'll read it again. Yeah. Or that part because is it about the Dharma that we? So if, well, I didn't mention the I didn't get to the energy part of it because we started talking about the definition of dharma. No, but, exactly because um, I kind of wanted to define the, that in such a way that we right. make sense. Like, to me what does it to, mean? because yeah. it's funny because I think I maybe prefer your definition. It's maybe been why a lot of the different readings I've done on it where they're using that word, I've been uninspired or confused. I by guess you could. You know what it is? It's language. almost like. 
because it's just it the nitty gritty. Of, yeah, it's just of the life nitty- itself. Right. It's just the doing, like it's the. It's like the chop wood, carry water. Yeah. It's the doing of being. Which is there. the also the teaching of Buddha, right? That's what I'm saying. So it's like, it's so it's like the teaching is chop wood, carry water. So it's chop wood, carry water, and then if they know it's the teaching, I'm like, but that's what he taught. So like, come on, guys, really? Like, it is. What, I think it's like kind of a full circle kind of concept. Yeah, which is it's a lot a of these words Cohen. and meanings it's are. It's a satori experience. <laughs> Sneeze. <laughs> Nonverbal thought. Which I love. So, read the part about the Dharma so, then there the, that she said. So, um, no matter what choice is made now, it's inevitable that this dilemma will surface again and again as the force of Dharma growing within the stingray is too strong to ignore. So, when stingray energy is in balance, it's eager and wants to grow. When it's out of balance, it blames others or quits. To bring it into balance, move through the discomfort. So, hmm. Which yeah. Which is interesting because that's, that's interesting. I kind of find myself in that position right now. Like feeling out of balance? No, that I'm moving through... Moving through discomfort. Discomfort. Yeah. Like I was more uncomfortable in my situation than I am now. I'm a little right. bit more comfortable. Like you're filling but, out your shell? Well, like there's still a lot of like obviously like fear surrounding that whole you know what i mean mm. the whole th- in i mean you can i'm not just saying like in this one aspect but in all aspects that we come into where it's like whether it's conflict or it's hard for us i think a lot of the way we choose whether you know is based on like fear even yeah. if it's just at the base chemical level right like take your will well root has to do with your security that's what i mean look it's a stingray it's like i mean i'm not saying it's like a low level life form but i mean it kind of also is i don't know where she rates it what number is they're very they're very um what what number is you have number two yeah so it's not very high right so as far as in within the the water element there's crocodile and then base stingray comes next right crocodile being the reptile it goes all the way up till 14 in each category except for the spirit and it's interesting because i did get seven of but yeah these two are it's interesting that the oyster and the hyena are the polar opposite mm-hmm. and then this one or whatever this like up cork down cork these are of the same flavor yeah <laughs> which is a, i'm kind of learning about sorry my I'm, like yearbook editor I'm wouldn't lo- let I'm me looking leave about, those I'm learning in that order I'm like, they have to uh, be in this order for some learned reason. a lot about corks lately and particles i think of so. them like little thumbs ups and thumbs downs and then this one's uh, like a like a like a like a this is an up cork and this is a down cork and right. this is like a well this is this water is like a, and this is water this is fire and this is spirit. So that's what those icons indicate. Oh, okay, so these are the same technically, is. but it's so this is water, black. and this is so this is two, and this is seven. So okay. this is more elevated up within the water element from an evolutionary standpoint, or within an arena of operation. Right. Um, it, it's sort of like they've ranked them as sort of like you know if you think of in terms of like apex predator, right? So what comes to mind? A great white shark, an orca, right? Or um, which is or funny an though, eagle, that, which is right? funny though that like I would think an alligator is an apex predator in its environment, right? But let, so yeah, it's comparatively, the base, it's the base so, one. so I thinking so it's more the like, master of water. But water, she is, could maybe be a lot about our brains. So right, physically. It, so she could be referencing a lot of different elements, and this one happens to be whale because it's how deep 
that they dive. It's about the depth of spirituality and emotions, desire sure. to delve deeper, profound peace, ancient wisdom. That's who's the highest master within the water element. And then next behind that is dolphin. Okay. And then swan. Interesting swan. Yeah. Shark. Yay, my favorite. <laughs> um, otter. I don't like them, but whatever. They're the cool. rapists. I know, right? I feel about them the way I feel about um, small dogs, like, you know, chihuahuas and stuff, and um, orcas. Everybody's like, oh, yay, killer whales. I'm like, killer whales. No, they're, they're awesome. They're terrible. No, they're not. Gross or- and violent and scary. Yuck. And- really? I love orcas. No, I love sharks. Sharks are my favorite. They're like- yeah. So then it goes down um, frog... Uh, Turtle, oyster, beaver, octopus, starfish, fish, then stingray, and then crocodile. So that's all of the animals. But you find, isn't it interesting, like the crocodile, so there's two animals in it that don't quite go together, the swan and the croc. Because they only spend part of their time in water. Was it a sea turtle or a tortoise? It just says turtle. Let me look at it. That looks like a river turtle. To That's me. a water turtle, yeah. Yeah, it looks so, like but it also one lives on. But river. what I mean is, it lives on land. So yeah, I think that they they have some that are like a beaver lives in and out of the oh, water. Oh no, yeah, there's I forgot a, about the beaver. There's creatures that live in and out of the water, right? Yeah, true. So the swan. So technically, I think the swan is. If the they need swan. it for mating or for like frog needs water to reproduce, right? Like there are certain animals that water is like vital. They, I mean, every pretty much every animal needs water at some point, but. These ones are There's like those wacky goats in the desert that don't need any fucking water. I know goats are weird. Don't talk about goats. They like they're like I don't know if they're is their ears or some shit suck goats the moisture are weird. Out, of, out of the air or something. I don't no. know what it is. No, <laughs> but goats. I'm telling you, there's goats. Some of these is it aren't antelopes basically goats or sheep of some variety? All those antelopes. Yeah, I really park. just when people want to go around the tram, I'm just like, you mean and just look at all the sheep and goats? We yeah. could just go to the fair, you guys. Although yeah, it is that. less smelly at the at the wild animal park than it is at the fair, the fair gets pretty ripe. Okay, so in Sorry, this, random. so if this was like the whatever this, special... I think this is the root base chakra. It's base security. Chakra. It's stability. It's moving through the discomfort of your. You felt like insecure, maybe, but you're moving into a state of having increased security. Perhaps that's, I do feel that way in some some varieties. Yeah. yeah, I don't mean you like you. I mean like. Well, still. Energetically I picked them. General. Well, you picked that one. But right, still. but what I'm saying is this is a general reading. Yeah, So yeah. it applies to anyone's situation. We're just using our closest experience because that's the reference we have. Right. So, anyways. Hyena is about humor, wit, and sarcasm. So, um, farts and laughs, man. Oh. That means that sex is funny. So, um... Being in the sacral chakra, that's your center of creativity and sexuality. And you need your humor, your wit, and your sarcasm to embrace your creativity. The the hyena personality is a jokester and a crowd pleaser. But below the surface, there are unfulfilled dreams yet to be realized. When the hyena card appears, it's time to reflect on your reliance on sarcasm and humor to express your truth. So that means to me... It's a reference to the throat chakra hmm. because for me, the sacral... What chakra is this then? What this are we is, doing? This is, this is the, the sacral. Root. This is one, two. 
so okay. sacral is two. And which two and what so is so sacral? And what does that one do? In Creativity terms of and sexuality. Oh, okay, sorry. It's the color orange. It's okay. fire and creativity and um, yeah, just like sexuality, mm-hmm. libido, joy of life, like. Okay. Cool. Got it. Yeah. And That's, so okay. Got yeah. It. So root is survival and sexuality too, but it, those two are the kind of like the survival, reproduction, sexuality ones sure the third chakra the solar plexus that's the will that's yellow Mm. the heart is green um the throat is blue typically i picture it kind of like a lovely teal Mm. like a bright deep shining teal interesting um uh what they call the third eye you know the pineal that's Mm -hmm. uh uh indigo and then violet is the crown. So, uh, and that's, you know, up here. Beyond. Yeah, shooting out of your head body. or whatever. Yeah. Right. I, I feel personally the ninth spirit chakra at the base of the neck, kind of like where your shoulders meet your spine. You know what I mean? Like, okay. that's where I feel that. Other people situate it like out in like layers of the, like, I don't know yourself your being your cosmos or whatever. your eternalness yeah like in the spheres or whatever i personally like radiating off i placed them, them in my body because i got a download where i was doing like a free write thing like where i was just like channeling some stuff in ceremony and like that remember that art thing i did up in la the mirror and resilience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That thing. Yeah, you remember that. And we're doing some. We we got pretty weird up there a couple times, doing some weird art stuff. Yeah, well, I think and you like have to. I called in like this. It was a chakra map. It was like a weird scribble, and it kind of looked like a figure. You know, mm-hmm. like it had like arms and legs and a head ish, right? And then it was like numbers, and it's like I knew what was where, and it was just like, oh yeah, that's totally where those chakras are, right? But anytime I look at other people's chakra maps, their numbers don't line up with mine. So I'm just like, either my system is atypical or it's, everyone's different. Everyone's yeah. different, right. right? Or, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I know we've got at least 108, but who's counting? Somebody did at some point. Oh, so there's that many chakras, really? Mm-hmm. That's why there's 108 beads on one of those meditation things, because if you do it 108 times, you're going to get all of them. You're going to address all of your chakras. Hmm. If you do 108, you get every chakra. You can just do the seven, sure. But if you do 108, you know you got all of them. Wow. Do they just keep going outside of your body? Or are they more in between the seven that we're talking about? So my belief on what chakras actually are, if they are a real physiological thing that exists within the human system, which, you know, I guess... I don't know. I feel like it's a helpful word. I don't know that I believe or align with how other people describe them as like whirling balls of light within their self, you know, like like they just talk about like spinning, whirling balls of light or energy within them. Like that's how they describe okay. chakras. And I'm like thumbs up. <laughs> It's like a scarret thumbs up. Yeah, it's yeah, like a, a scarret thumbs com- up. Combo maneuver. Like mm-hmm. I, 
I get it, but I don't experience it that way. What I believe the chakras actually are is the interstitial space between our nervous system and our lymphatic system and how open or contracted they are kind of gives us operating capacity, you know, just on that basis of like having more space in those connections. Like that's all. So when people talk about opening their chakras or clearing their chakras, I really think that that's what they're doing on a, on a physiological level. They're expanding those interstitial spaces in their human system. It's like getting a, uh, uh, what's when you do like you clean out the fuel injectors on an engine or whatever, you get it in a tune up, right? You just go in there and put in some like super colon blow or whatever. I wonder if it's akin to like, I wonder if some of those, uh, I don't know which ones they were. I mean, you say like an opening up, like an expansion of like getting space where there sometimes isn't space. Mm-hmm. You know, those, those, uh, uh, native tribes here somewhere in North America or Canada, I don't, I'm not sure which that hang from hooks. Mm-hmm. Like through the skin. That's the ghost dance. Apparently, what that does, Mm -hmm. I've heard it explained. Like someone tried to use their words, right, to tell like what it's, and they kind of explained it in a way that made me make draw lines between those two things. Anyway, right. They said it was like getting air between your skin and your body. Yeah. Like how is that physically? Like it felt tingly, unworldly. Like you're constantly on a roller coaster. Right. Kind of this like. Yeah. You probably will hallucinate because your body feels like it's on a roller coaster because, like, for some reason, at that level of where this is happening and how you're hanging and how your skin is pulling away. Yeah. Like, apparently, it, like, can't... There's no, like, pain receptors that pick up that part of it. Right. Like, I'm sure the piercing of your skin, if without well, anesthesia, would de- hurt. Well, it but... depends on how they're placed and where they're placed. Sure. I know there's how, all kinds of things. How much it it can affect them. I mean... I've seen suspensions that looked extremely damaging right. physically, and that concerns me. But when sure. people do ceremony and it's done safely, I don't think there's a problem with it. Yeah. I think that the body is built for these kinds of experiences. And I'm not saying that everybody should do these kinds of intense experiences, but... If you're called to it, it can be a great healing. I mean, I plan, part of my, like, body medicine plan includes getting hand-tapped tattoos at some point. Mm -hmm. Like, I know that that's going to be an experience that could be translated as physically painful. I'm, it depends, I it guess. It depends, A lot of people right? say it's, it's painful, but you kind of can go to a place. That's where what I'm saying. So if you're doing it ceremonially with supportive people around you and you're transmuting painful experiences in your life or in your body, all of a sudden it doesn't trans, it's just energy. It doesn't translate as pain. Right, you exactly. translate it as something else within your system because there's been plenty of times where I've had sensations that could be interpreted as pain that I've managed to, to like fool my brain into experiencing it as something else right you know and it's just it's like when you have a lot of painful experiences in your life your brain kind of learns to do other stuff with it like to figure a way around it to shut it down to shift it over to change it into something else because humans aren't designed to be in chronic suffering like that like Mm. 
our body just doesn't want to stay there. So farts and laughs, people. Hyena. Hyena. Okay. So that means that this is our throat chakra. Dragon. Maybe. Because I don't think... Yeah, what am I doing? I don't know what you're doing. I just needed to move the order. Fine. Not dragon. So, the will is the world. Right? The will is the solar plexus. Solar plexus is the third chakra. Do they mean that the same as like, like, okay, go ahead. So like, what's the Alistair Crowley thingy? The anything that you will or thou will under love and it harm none. Like, you think something like that? Okay. Yeah. It's like something about like, you can do whatever you want as long as it's done in love. Right. Okay. The so the will part of it, the desire to be here on this plane, you know, to survive, mm-hmm. to keep going, to take another breath, to have another day, to be you. That will to me only comes from personal lust for life, personal desire to be here, personal joy and happiness. Like otherwise the bullshit on this plane is literally it's insufferable like you can't like can't fake it till you make it all the time like you have to really want to be here you have to find something that you're excited about so if you feel like you can't right be excited about something look further out because you have the whole world to to uh choose from the world is about wholeness and completion the world is the final card in the journey of the major arcana It signifies completion, harmony, and contentment. It's rare to experience this energy as we are usually consumed by wanting, needing, and achieving. So to me, that sounds like balance. Center point, being comfortable in your center, in your will, in your definition of boundaries, Hmm. in your taste, in your choice. So it's like, you do you, boo. Does that make sense? Well, sure, that part does. Right. Because. Yeah, I mean, well. That's sure. to, to me, that's what will is. Will is being, saying, it's my choice. I choose, right? That's the solar plexus. It's your gut feeling. It's you in your gut saying, yes, this is right. No, that's totally wrong. And mm. listening to that. Like, Yeah, I have a. I have a combative mind when it comes to the thought of will mm-hmm. personal choice like is it possible right like do we so let me talk about physiology again 
because that's what I'm talking about exactly. Because your will does come from your gut. That's where your information is, the mesenterium, okay? Right. Those expansive spaces that bring the body system information, consolidate it so it can send it up through the central nervous system to this center where you do a lot of your cognating. Right. Okay? That all happens right here in your gut. That's your solar plexus chakra. Mm. This is where your will is. So if the behavior of the microbes in your gut are somehow affecting your choice and it's not really your choice, it's all this conversation. Could be that. It's still right here in your gut. It's like locality, you know what I mean? Location, location, location. (laughs) Like if if it's not you, then you can even just think of it as all the bacteria there that is driving you because technically... So think about it like a group conversation. It's like, okay, I move that we vote on this. I second the motion. Well, does the legislation advance if either part of those things don't happen? It takes both of them to get the thing advanced. That's nice. It's a good way to look at it. Sure. I'm just saying it doesn't matter whether you choose or not. If you feel your choice, your body runs better. If you feel the freedom of your choosing. Sure. If you feel... Like you can ensorcel your mind into believing that you have freedom of choice, your body will run more optimally. Yeah. You look so doubtful right now. You're like, that's some bullshit on a poster with no, an eagle no, flying no, overhead. No, with oh! an eagle flying overhead. You know, those inspirational. Memes. No, that's not at all what was running through my head. <laughs> what was it then? I that's what your I kind of went said. blank, I guess. Sorry. I was like, no, it's fine. Well, no, let's... I get it. I, I just think of it, yeah, yeah. Whether it's, exactly, whether it's all the chemicals in your gut that are making you choose, or whether it's, whether you think it's just like your mind, like that you somehow, your brain, your meat sack. It's the feels has, that matter. Right, right. I don't know. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I don't know where I stand on free will. Sure. Well, that's just it. Is this free will or is this the will? No, it's your will to live. It's your will to be here. Okay. It's your desire to still exist on this plane. It's your survi- survival will. Oh, like the way you just right? can't like, yeah, okay, I get it. It's your, like, well... If that's how it is, I don't even want to be here, right? Sure. You know what I mean? Like, you have to find, I think a lot of the reasons why people are suffering from this, you know, epidemic of despair, where they're just, like, fucking suicide everywhere, through either, like, slow decline of self-injurious behaviors or, like, direct violent action, people are just like, peace out. It's hard times right now, dude. Right. And it's because I think a lot of them can't find this. They can't find the world. They can't find their will to be in this world. Mm. Maybe so. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that could be definitely. Anyways, so, uh, but how do we address that? How do we make it nice? We focus on the image on the card. Close your eyes and envision this radiating energy inside you. What does it feel like? Where is it located? What blocks you from feeling a sense of wholeness each and every day of your life? So this is literally navel-gazing. This is introspection. This is checking Mm. your systems. Okay. Making sure you're operating well and looking for your joie de vivre. And and if you can't find it, look again because the world is big and diverse. 
Okay, moving on to the heart. I kind of feel like just going around. Like okay. This is next. I think the oyster. I'm going back and forth in my books, which is interesting. But okay, we can roll with that. I never told you that you needed to have sobriety to balance with hyena, did I? Well, yeah. Sober sex is sexy sex. Yay. FYI. Okay. And people like to, what do they say? Write, drunk, edit, sober. That's Hemingway's famous quote. Right? Mm. Have you heard that? Yeah. Write, drunk, drunk edit, edit sober. sober. No, guys. No. Write high, edit high. <laughs> okay, write high, edit stoned. <laughs> Maybe so. Something like that. Something like that. I'm just saying. Ask like, Will, you know what? That's a conversation for, for Willie Nelson. Right. So, sobriety for for writing for is a good balance, but also sometimes relaxing with some sort of circumstantial or chemical support to achieve a different state can open you up to different creative processes or sensory experiences. So, yeah, sobriety mixed in with your creativity and your sexuality could be an important element. Yep. Consider it. Consider it. Consider it. <laughs> Consider yourself at home. Consider yourself part of the family. Don't sing musical theater, Hannah Banana. Shh. Call yourself Hannah Banana. I know. It's only when I chastise myself. I call myself the most annoying nickname that I hate because I'm mean to myself. Oh, I see. Sometimes in those Sometimes. moments when the inner critic arises. So oyster. So oyster is I, patient. Side note. Side note. I really like to eat them. Okay. Really? Oh, yeah. Super tasty. So good personal totem for your heart. <laughs> I love that. So patient, things. secret keeper, hiding the inner treasures. Hmm, interesting. This is good. Okay, so the focus and determination of the oyster is unmatched. Anything an oyster personality puts their mind to, they achieve with grace and charm. Oh, that's so good. I love charm. Hmm. The only problem is oyster uh, types often take their inner gifts for granted. They become shy or doubtful. And this can lead to withdrawing or protecting their deepest desires and life's work. When, and what, the, oh, sorry. when the oyster card appears, it's important to reveal your inner treasures. What is it you've been hesitant to share? The world is waiting to see. Well, not much. So what is that? What a shock is this? Look at this. Because when in balance, it feels blessed, generous, and masterful. Out, when it's out of balance, it's reluctant, gripping, and clams up. Oh. Like, not much. I don't want to share much. No, Snap. no. It's not about not sharing. I just don't think that there's a lot. I don't know. It says to bring it into balance, what share chakra something. What is this? It's not a shocker. It's... No, what shock? Oh, what chakra is yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a heart chakra. Okay, so this is our heart. It's your heart. Oh, wow. Okay, oyster yeah. heart. Share something. Okay, Share something. Also, eat lots of cilantro because you're probably having a lot of heavy metals in your diet if you're eating them a lot. Oh, I don't eat them a lot. I just enjoy okay. them when they're available. Okay. Like, I, if someone goes, sugar's moisture, I will always right. be like, like oh, yes, totally, yeah, totally. I, I will have some. But well, it's one of those things a lot of people don't like, so. Well, it has I to be used, right, too. I used to love all kinds of sea creatures, but now I'm not so much about it. But, yeah, blessings upon your enjoyment. Of I haven't eaten them since... Uh, Fukushima. 
yeah, that's basically when I pieced out of the but I haven't, water kingdom. I haven't eaten... I've drastically reduced our seafood consumption after that. Mm-hmm. However, the kids still love that seaweed, but I think it's grown. You know what I mean? Yeah, they in do it in, like, places. flats, probably, yeah, but I'm just in saying, like, like, lagoons and places that any are Any water totally... around... I mean, I know. it's all the same water. It's whatever. I know, I but... Mean, the, Right. You're getting some toxins with your yummy stuff. It's Earth, dude. It's we get radiation, like, right, radiation from the sun. Like your plants. Eat so your we yard. can eat fish. I eat sourgrass from my yard. Listen, if there's bugs on it, I'm sad. Oh well. Put it I this accidentally way. chewed you. Put it this way. Yeah. You can stay inside, mm-hmm. and you can eat fish and mm-hmm. things from the sea mm-hmm. a lot. Right. Or you can just go stand outside. Either one is going to get you the radiation and the, you know what I mean? Like I'm just like plant based, so I stand out in the sun like my plants because right. they're doing the work. So I go out there and I do the work. I'm just saying too. you're going to get your cancer from one or the other. I'm so. not getting cancer. I already no, did it. I'm not. I got it out of my you. system. I'm talking about the people. Whether you're going to eat fish or stand right. in the sun, it's still it's just it's earth. Same. It's being a human on the earth. Yeah, we have. There's dude. I'm more worried about the parasites, honestly. Like that's what I'm like. Mm. A lot of the fish have. Some do. Stuff and Some do. A lot of them do. Yeah. We all do. Everything right. does. Everything does, which is why I put clove in stuff. It's helpful. Okay, so okay, moving so along. Three of cups is for the throat chakra. Thrizzle throat. Thrizzle throat. Friendship, <laughs> As Snoop joy, Dogg bounty. Would say. Yep. Um, or my, the three of three. cups is a lovely three. card. It really is. It's one of my favorite cards. It's about friendship, community joy and celebration oh you know what's also fun about the number three that i just learned mm. remember i was talking about up quarks and down quarks and all mm-hmm. this stuff well yeah okay so you know the like we've we've had this conversation before and i've learned a little bit more about it about mm-hmm. this topic anyway about like this the strong force and the weak force and all that okay so like the strong force the strong it's also the nuclear force, the strong, the thing that binds us together. That's sure. the stuff that makes us possible. Yeah. That we're not just all particles just floating around randomly, like sure. gases and shit like that, right? That we're actually stuff. Well, and that there's matter, I guess. Three, mm-hmm. like for some reason, everything, most, I think everything else just needs a positive and a negative, right? Mm-hmm. To come together or to, re, you know, to do its business, it, you know, like an electron and a, and a, a you know, a positron and a, neut- you know, a neutron and all that stuff, right? Yeah. Positron, electron. Um, one's negative, one's positive, I think. And then there's other up quark, down quark, there's other combinations of these things that work in those types of pairs, right? But when it comes to the strong force... Right. The nuclear force, the reason why when we take it apart, we get a nuclear bomb, a nuclear explosion. Right. When we take it apart, that's the energy release. Can we just say, though, can we just say for me one time, nuclear? Nuclear? Sorry. Thank you. What did I say? Nuclear. Sorry. It's nuclear. Fine. We can blame George Bush for that. Yeah, we can. Nuclear. Nuclear. Explosion. That's what you get. Yeah. Um, so is that fusion or fission? That has something else to do with... I'm talking about a more base level than that okay. anyway. Right. So it takes three of these things, not just two, mm-hmm. to make the... Once it like goes, ah, once it has that third thing, like it of these particles, it needs a third one sure. to say, ah, strong force, right? Right. And now we're stable. 
it's not stable until there's three as opposed to like you think oh so balance balance to forth. things one two three. it needs a third thing it's almost like uh, connecting it yeah it's almost like, like um, the pivot on the teeter-totter right it's almost like it's 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 like the the way that quarks become quarks i guess is that they once they go clear which is so weird because then it sounds so you know what Scientology Scientology <laughs> so like hi Mark this is what they kind of the words they come up with it's kind of like using light like a red quark there are these quarks that they call red green and uh, white no red clear green, red what is it RGB red red green, green and blue red <laughs> fucking oak chamali red green and blue red in the light spectrum, oh, you mix those three together, you oh, get Chimali. white oh, or clear, right? right? Sure. So, um, that's once they get those three, then they become stable. And, sure. Which I think is interesting because we're in a three-dimensional universe, and right. there's, there's the people made of... But we're made, made of light. Pe- we're holograms that are made of light. Sort of, so yeah. We're like holograms that are made of... We have light. We have, we have we eyeballs. We need three light balls to make one physical but ball. not balls of light whatever a photon is a packet of light sure. a wavelength a pixel, of light yeah a unit a particle, a particle. of light I piece just, of it. it's all word you guys it's just words so that all being said i think it's That's awesome that friendship from thor i have to like bless my body ever it's like such sacred and all words are made up all so, words are made up all words but are i think up. that it's funny not funny i think that it's cool that we that you're saying that this is friendship and mm-hmm. it's three not two Sure. Because it's, it's funny. Because, well, yeah, but, like, I think that's interesting that, like, you can't have anything without three things. Which, you can't have anything without three things. <laughs> I don't know what I'm saying, but it's, like, yes. in, in the particle world, and it seems like you can't have, like, you know, everybody's making up stories about, you know, father, sons, and holy ghosts, you know, three things. Yeah. Everyone's doing that. Yes. Everyone's making Made up stuff Mother about Crone. quarks. You know, right. Everyone's making up stuff about, you know, mm-hmm. all kinds of things that have to do with three things is what I'm trying to say. Yes. So it's like, well, that's why I love seven because I feel like the number three and the number four are both really significant, and when you add them up together, it's seven, which makes me feel really complete. It's like, it's my favorite number. Isn't it for a like reason. in Chinese, eight is the good one? Eight, eight is l- luck and balance Lucky. and infi- oh, infinity, l- abundance. Uh. Right? right, so right, it's right. very much about abundance and infinity. Okay. Okay. For anyway. seven in like Judeo-Christian principles, is very much about spiritual completion. It's sort of like well, that's like a whole generation. When they is seven, not a generation, but is it seven like a seven times seventy-seven is their version of infinity. That's what they would call infinity. Too seven big a times seventy-seven. That's right. A really, but easy because number. It, it's a sp- <laughs> well because it's. A spiritual number of perfection because seven is a spiritual number of completion and perfection, and then 77 is that you know, two times, and then you so you multiply that, yeah. Times. But it's whoa, just whoa. like really weird, not it's even like really, squared. it's not even like normal math because it's, it's not just... math, it's numerological power based meaning. It's sort of like, yeah, but then the numbers are like arbitrary, then really, of course, it's symbols, <laughs> it's symbolic language. Right. We could say the, the square or the right. The... But just how we think that one word is more poetic than another, you know, some people like moist and some people like damp. I don't like the word moist. I don't want either in my life. And I don't like either, really. And I don't... Damp. I I Moist. I definitely would go away with moist, for sure. Damp is one I can be like, ah, it's it's damp. It's dank. But it's even dungy. wet kind of is like But wet, wet is just wet to me. Wet, wet to me has the connotation of water. Water wet is, is wet. It's like ill. 
It's just ill backwards. No, because. <laughs> I just think water is wet and so it's not a problem. But water say, is not moist, you say other things are moist. Wet and you go, ew. <laughs> well, you make that face when you do it, sure. So, anyway. Ew, why am I wet? <laughs> Wet. Ew. Well, let's find out what kind of wetness and moistness is inside these three cups. It's friendship, joy, and bounty. It's abundance. The Three of Cups is a lovely card. It foresees you in the company of amazing friends, creating memories together, just like this, talking about ew. <sighs> ew. Okay. Uh, these are not any old friends. They are people with whom you feel a rare connection. With them, you feel truly yourself. Enjoy each minute of their company. This card can also indicate an upcoming celebration. Love abounds. So that's really good to have that in your um, throat chakra. Communication, celebration, Mm. joyful communication. Well, yeah, I like that sort of stuff. Yeah. That's cool. It It reminds me of the... I always feel like these two chakras are very much connected. The throat and the sacral. Like you have to have. Well, you them can tell if you when you balance. lay it when you lay it out this way. It's the teeter totter. <laughs> you can totally see that you could even yeah. It's like uh, it's like the color wheel. There's things that are like across from each other in this sure. in this pattern. If you put the root in the center like we've done here, and yeah. Then, then going one two three four five six around, you know. Yeah. Starting on the left of the. Yeah. So yeah. Totally cool. You can make it uh, be have opposites in every in a lot of different color wheel type of situations here. Anyway, yeah. So next is the dragon, and that's my and face. that's a spirit card. That's the oh, that's my third, third eye. eye. Yeah. So like your in, intuition on an intellectual level, your those thoughts that you were saying, like I don't know about thoughts. I think it's in the other one. Like oh yeah. Thank you. I, said, I, I looked at the back of the card. To be I was clear. like, it was wait white. a second. This is not oh, the no, right this book. isn't a tarot card. So, yeah. Not. So, there's only seven of the spirit cards. And they're yeah, each actually assigned to a chakra in their energy. Okay. So, we can sort of think of this as having a conversation or a guiding power for the other chakra. So, this is relating to the third chakra. So, again, we're back at, at the will. And remember how I switched their places? You did. So they were already in conversation with one another, these two cards, the world and the dragon. So it, That's funny, though, that you moved it from where it was really supposed right, to be. Right, but then enough. look at this. It's at the bottom triangle. That's the symbol for it. And I kind of moved it so it's at the bottom of the triangle. Uh, like, I don't okay. know. It just I didn't know that, but yet you I knew, knew that. that. Like this, like the dates on the slides, you know, right. like somewhere my brain logged that information yeah, and recalled it and directed me to do that, to blow your mind. Boom. Mind blown. Yeah. Cause that's how magic works. Magic <laughs> is just physics. We don't understand yet. Right. So seeing one's most true self and balancing the ego. So ego will, I don't know if we have choice. This is the conversation. Right. This is the conversation. The whole right. thing is all about that. The dragon sees everything. Its essence has been with us since before our first breath and will be there at our last. It watches us navigate the external world as well as our inner world. I just feel Charlie Sheen so presently right now. Weird. When dragon energy is awakened, we are courageous, visionary, and can easily drop into witness consciousness. It is almost as if we are traveling with a great friend inside of ourselves. When we look in the mirror, 
and we see tiger energy. Tiger. When, when, yeah. Like, it's like, this is like dragon energy. Like, I just get major Charlie Sheen vibes. Well, anytime you say tiger, because didn't he have that thing? He had, like, the tiger, he kept saying, like, this is tiger energy. Like, right. I'm like, slow would, down on the oxy, dude. He would say that a lot. I remember that. And so when, and that's when Kara, when he was going kind of nutso. She was loving tigers. She was really little at that point, And she was like three. <laughs> She's like she, wearing tiger onesies. She would just no 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 no. She would not physically, and we would use the Charlie Sheen reference mm-hmm. in conjunction with our terrible three. You know the oh, terrible twos. That yeah. toddler. That tiger she, has so tiger like, energy. Has to, t- tiger blood. <laughs> tiger tiger blood. blood. Oh, that's what it is. Tiger blood. Yeah. Not tiger energy. It was a tiger. It was tiger Maybe blood. Maybe it's Kanye that I'm thinking of. Dragon energy. Maybe so. Either way, Kanye and Charlie Sheen are very much. They're like, the same thing. They're vibrating they're along the same chord. They're just like. like like, the world's a stage and we are but actors hilarious. however that quote goes yes, totally like they are just people in the universe dude it's they funny get their cameras pointed at them <laughs> oh boy all right so um when we look in the mirror deep into our eyes we may even glimpse the self behind the self the one who is watching us this is the power of the dragon breathing transformative fire into every cell of our body. Witnessing this omnipotent energy, even for a brief moment, helps us surrender and let go. We let the dragon guide us. We hop on its back for a ride. And as we traverse even the most difficult terrain, the dragon's eyes see beauty everywhere. So remember how I said this card of the world of like looking for beautiful things to find to find your will like mm-hmm. all that reference of searching and seeking to me that's the message that i'm pulling in intuitively from the cards because it's not the message that's directly written here but it's what i said here and now i'm reading it here in this card so and this often is this is times, our third eye or whatever you call yeah that. that's the third eye yeah it's located in your pineal gland, generally, people consider But also, there. this is like your meditating mind, your, right. your mind like at rest. The physical rest, flesh still... ball of your pineal gland, it's like an eyeball shape, and they go like, oh, that's literally what it is, your third eyeball right there in the middle of your head. Oh, that's why they call it that. And also because it processes clostrum, I think, the stuff in the central spinal interesting yeah i've heard a lot of i've heard about the pineal gland i've heard that mm-hmm. we can't really find it though yeah you find it uh, i think what do you, it, mean you like, can't find no it? like there's something about its physiology that like what was it i'll try to send you the podcast but it was real science yeah okay in the sense that like it wasn't like a They've done dissections to find where DMT is located in the body, and they've determined that that's where it's located. Yeah, in the yeah. Body. Or was that what I was hearing? It's in the lungs, and it's in the no, pineal that gland. Like, whoa. chiefly, that's where DMT, endogenous DMT, is in the body, in the in the lungs, and in the um, pineal gland. Right. So, I mean, I think that's how it works. No, yeah, that's fine. I just like. But you know, the I pineal gland. To I, to what I'm trying to get at, though, what I'm trying to get at, though, here is that the system of the chakras mm-hmm. is way older right. than the discovery or the knowledge or anything of the pineal gland. So, like, I like, don't. I'm I gonna can, go ahead I and have s- to disagree with you here on that one. Like, so, I need a big uh, mug. How? Because 
fucking people bashed skulls open and ate animals and looked at shit and they were curious. And I know that somebody at some point was picking shit apart and saw that little plum in the middle of somebody's brain and went, what's that? It looks delicious. When you cook up a brain, you see the structures in toto. So cavemen eating animals would have located we this We would have land. no idea the function of anything, though. No, you might not have known the function of it, but you would have seen it. And I think that a person who's processing this system and looking at what the functions are and are trying to label stuff, and they see the shape of an eyeball, and then they see this other structure inside that looks like an eyeball, but it's deep in your head, mm-hmm. of course they're going to call it that because it looks like an eyeball deep inside your head. And we know that it's not an eyeball. It's a gland. But back mm-hmm. then, they called it what it seemed to be equivalent to because it was like vaguely shaped the same and vaguely in the same place, you know, like... I don't know, man. I'm not saying... I'm not saying that there's any, like what we'll call documented or fossilized evidence of the discovery pathways for this kind of information. Mm -hmm. I'm just saying, I think that the reason it's called third eye is because people were familiar with the structures of the brain. Okay. Well, cause I, okay. So first of all, I wanted to, I'm just looking at my little phone here. Yeah. And the pineal gland or, Conorium or epiphysis cerebri is a small endocrine gland in the brain of most vertebrates. Produces melatonin, a serotonin-derived hormone which modulates sleep patterns in both circadian and seasonal cycles. Yeah. And then the pineal gland is known as the third eye. It's It's called the third eye because it quite literally... Oh, this is a... Hold on. Ah, here's what I was looking for. In Dharmic spiritual traditions from India, the third eye refers to the Ajna, or brow chakra. The third eye refers to the gate that leads to inner realms and spaces of higher consciousness. Yeah. In Hinduism, the third eye is said to be located around the middle of the forehead, slightly above the junction of the eyebrows. Right. More like a unicorn point. So, like... That would not be where the pineal gland is technically no, located. But the, the brow Hindu chakra. Sense. And I was just thinking that I would think that it's referring to your fucking brain, the shit behind your eyeballs, because that's where you can go. That's yeah. the only place, that's the only, it is everything. It's right. the whole fucking universe. It all exists in your mind. And right. they know that higher consciousness comes from this. That's where the this. DMT is, dude. Well, sure. <laughs> well, yeah, but they don't, they placed it in a, in a more, uh, in a spot that was more like but where you can wrap Ryan, your head around. The don't fire. think about it like that. Think well, about it like the sewer grate and the sign on top that says the sewer's right here. So you know, oh, this is where we're addressing energetically or medically or with a tool or whatever. We know it's in there. And like, no, you can't go in there and poke at your brain usually. But there's other stuff. It's just a way to say it's right here. We know it's right here, right? And they can't get at it, but if they have to, like, send pipes down or a roto-rooter, they know where the entry point is. I think mm. that that's what that indicator is, why they why they call it that. Because we say our heart, but we don't, it's not like, oh, out here, you know. Mm-mm. We say our root, and we don't walk around going, like, but you can't really feel your rectum or whatever. Like, yeah, they're in internal spaces. They're... 
within the system, right? At least that's my understanding. Like I said, their description of how chakras work and are placed, it has its own internal logic and I can explain it and like sort of see how it can be justified, right? Yeah. But how I feel and understand what they're labeling, like this experience of expansion or contraction I'm calling it something else. I'm looking at it and I'm labeling the anatomy and looking at the chemical pathways and going, well, I think what's happening is you're getting some actual physical space between this end of this neuron and this output of lymphatic electrolytes. And there's something about that space and allowing extra time for the chemical reaction to happen that's increasing your capacities for cognition or nervous input like that's what i think is happening but people like light balls <laughs> imagine a glowing ball no i know i'm not a light bulb person light. but you also know i'm not a yeah i are you more of a mentalist like you don't that? think about the energy stuff happening in no, here? No, I, I know about the mesenterium and gut thinking and stuff like that. And I believe that whether it's attached to the higher level us or our consciousness, I don't know. Mm. What, or is it as something as, as base or as scary as basically just the mic, the things that aren't you making up your mind? Yeah. All the things that, I mean, your gut has... There are more organisms inside you than, I think, there is more organisms than just your colon no, that, are on the, like that the have ever lived body. on Earth. We're a president of our body. Your so, will, your consciousness is so, like the president. You sort of have some say in what happens, but mostly right. so everybody's like, doing their So it's thing. one of the two things. Whether there's some sort of magical shit happening in your mesenterium that really does communicate with the consciousness of, of our minds, right. Right, of our brains, on a on a... On a, on a the place between conscious and subconscious. Do you get what I'm saying? Yes, that's what I'm saying. If it does that, because that's that's where it's does, where the conscious is pulled. Like where does a thought come from? I say the, the subconscious is pulled into the conscious. From yeah, there. I always say, what is a thought? Well, it's mm-hmm. the, it's it's a, it's a manifestation of something in between subconscious and conscious thought. You know, that's an idea. Like it's what a is tetrahedron. a tetrahedron? It's like a if there's this. What is an idea or a thought that you can speak out? Well, it's when these two vague areas kind of come neat on the edge. Like a sphere with the lightning going through and zing, zing, yeah. zing, zing, yeah, zing. Yeah. Like it's like generate, it's generated right. and it appears, it manifests, but it's not necessarily directed. Do you have to? No, not just yet. Let's get to the ace of wands. Right. Yeah, I gotta get almost, going. That's the last one. That's the crown. So we're nearly to the end and the ace of wands, I'll say from the get go is a gift from the universe. It's a miracle. It's something that you couldn't plan and couldn't okay. ask for, but just magically shows up. So that's a wonderful thing to me. That sounds like an initiation of Kundalini awakening, potentially, because whenever a miracle happens in the crown chakra, it's usually relating to that. Um, an opening up of yourself on a spiritual level. It's like a spiritual awakening, an epiphany. This, well, you know that I won't be having too many spiritual epiphany. awakenings, so... Right, but I'm just saying... This is a good thought. This is... <laughs> Listen... If we tie this to the root, which I feel, again, how I feel like these two are together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, where is the... Yeah, that's the root. Well, it would also be, yeah. The heart is its own thing. Just the heart is just like, heart wants what the heart wants. 
You know what I'm saying? Sure. So I really f feel like those two are in conversation. Anyway, so extremely high energy card, the Ace of Wands, indicates new growth is all around you. Your ideas and outlook will expand, while creativity seems endless. This fertile time can also have literal meanings. A pregnancy or birth may be on the horizon. <laughs> this can mean an idea of a creative project. Doesn't sure, necessarily mean sure. like a birth a of physical. any sort, not right. necessarily a human yeah. being. Right. So, <laughs> though it's thrilling to embark on your new journey, your good judgment is needed more than ever. Don't rush into it. So, it's just like, it's a, like a moving it. I mean, these, this is a good thing. Moving, like moving through it, discomfort. Moving through discomfort. Mm -hmm. Not taking yourself too seriously. seriously. Take broad views, the world view. Right? I mean, my non-personal. Non -personal. Sure. Share what's in your heart mm -hmm. with your friends. Right. In <laughs> the next card going down. And then this was also like, so this was, we kind of went on a tangent there. So this was With kind of dragon? like. the dragon? Yeah. You know what? Because we didn't read about the address of the, like what to do about it. Because at the end, they say, the subtle essence of this card resides at the base. Oh, fuck. That's not the right one. No. Scratch okay, that. Scratch that. Reverse it. Where is it? Is it the first one? Okay. Yeah. The third chakra. Okay. The subtle energy of the dragon lives at the navel center in the Manapura chakra. Manapura translates to the city of hidden gems, yeah. and behind its gates burns the fire of our transformation and digestion. The sages believe health of the fire at the navel center is what governs our ability to clearly see both our inner and outer dimensions. I think it's hilarious we didn't read that, but we talked exactly about the mesenterium and the gut and this placement right. of the pineal gland. We spent the whole time talking about the gut. Oh, the two and it's related to the gut. And yeah. we didn't read about it because I read it sometime probably nine months ago because yeah. I knew it and didn't know it. So Magic! So, with your friends... Hmm. You're just, still not clear on that one? I'm still not clear like how this... But then again, this one's about sharing. To and me, I'm not much of a... you're not clear about this because you're not comfortable talking about your spirituality and the influence of. Well, of this that. I find more spiritual. You said this is a spiritual awakening of or a birthing of. No, some I kind. was saying the crown is your right, right, crown right. chakra is related to that. Right, right. This can be a gift in any category. Oh, I see. So, so the, an ace of wands to me is like magical manifestation. It just appeared. Yay! It worked. Like you're crafting your spell, and like you're like do 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 bing, and it's like oh, it's a squirrel, not a rabbit. Shit, right? But then, like, one day, you're like, do 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 bing, boom, rabbit out of a hat, right? right. <laughs> Magician's wand, right? Very Got magical. It. Okay. But it's relating in this conversation to your spirituality because it's related to your crown chakra. So that's why. But it's not necessarily that this is super spiritual card. Got it. I wouldn't put it that way. Right, no, that's that's just me. I like it. But, but yeah, this... this is more to do with... The fact that your consciousness and your will are having a conversation. Okay. That's what it is. Like, this whole thing was, like, about do we have will? Is it fated? Is somebody in charge? Am I in charge? Right. Is, you know, is it real? That whole conversation was taking place the whole time. It was taking place. Right? Right. Just, there it is. Mm hmm So, guard your heart, but don't take yourself too seriously. Keep with your friends. Navel gaze, but not too much. Grow a spine, and you'll Grow have a, a prize. You'll have a prize. There's Boom shakalaka. You'll be rewarded with cake. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's right. 
Oh, I was told that I would have a small piece. I don't know, we've been quoting a lot of office space today, like... I was channeling Lumberg for a minute, I think. Um, I'm going to go ahead and have to disagree with you there. Yeah, in a way, you can disagree with that. It's a whole other... Well, I mean, it's just... I no. really, I feel, I guess I value very much the wisdom and knowledge of what they had before and not our ability to understand the, what was documented. Like, right. I think they knew a lot more than we can understand and translate now. Like... It would be like somebody trying to play a CD and they don't have a CD player. They, don't, they just look at a blank disc and plug. Like, it's so funny. They have this little stupid bullshit. What is this? <laughs> and you, like, you put it in and it's like all Mozart, right? Right, or right, right. Nirvana, <laughs> Nirvana. right? Like, right. Do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. The layers of information that were there present within their culture, it's like do somebody floss dancing or like saying, I don't know, it's the whole meme conversation. No, yeah. I mean, I don't know, yeah. We found these things somehow, and then, right. But I mean, like, on a, like, I guess what I was trying to say, like, on a, on a level of when we were able to test it and find out what it was and what it did was obviously way later. That's what I was trying to talk about, the pineal gland. Like, sure, yeah. we might have known something lived there. Yeah. But I don't, we obviously could not have known what it did. Right, but people thought the heart was the brain for a while or was like the center of stuff. And like yeah. the heart's important. So does it matter if it's thinking our thoughts or if it's circulating our oxygen? You can't operate a system with either one of them. You right. You know what I mean? Or without either one of them. Right, of course, you can't. I'm pulling one last card okay. as um, a trump uh, card. Um, no, as like a like a message, comfort, action point, guardian guide, something like whatever. I don't know. It's just like I feel like there's something to seal it is needed. Okay, um, seal it up. Uh, that's the one. Seal that thing up with <laughs> balance. The okay. teeter totter. Weren't we talking it? about that? We were just talking about the teeter totter and needing three. That's hilarious. Balance. And I was hoping for a major arcana card, and I got one. Isn't that amazing? Well, in all when things balanced, though, that's the funny thing. Is yeah, that, everything in moderation, even moderation. Of course, that's, of which course means that's the capper is balanced. That means be gluttonous sometimes. Yeah, it means does. be indolent sometimes. It means be a workaholic sometimes. Okay, balance is justice. Libra, it's the 11th card of the major arcana. The keys are balance, objectivity, understanding many perspectives, and changing perspective. Artwork elimination. Within a surreal landscape, a supine woman observes two snakes that have pointed themselves towards a central flower. A rainbow descends from the sun and colorful feathers dance atop mountains. She's laid herself back in order to see all that she can and gain as much information as possible. The feathers are a symbol of Ma'at, the ancient Egyptian goddess of justice and morality. The rainbow represents the spectrum of understanding that is available to us if we allow our biases to fall away. The serpents denote wisdom and flexibility within our ideologies. They are pointed towards a blossoming, delicate flower that here speaks of the many layers of life. So the light reading is that it's time to be uncompromising in our goal of seeking and maintaining balance. Balanced ideas, perspectives, habits, responsibilities, input and output. 
excess right now will only lead to burnout and laziness will lead to depression. We should seek to find all of the possible information that exists about any given subject we are interested in and involved in to become as wise as possible. Presumptions are not our friend and do not serve us. If there's a situation that calls for our opinion, we should seek to be fair and unbiased. Again, educating ourselves on all aspects and both sides is the best practice. The shadow reading is that we may be rushing to judgment and doling out punishment or praise, idolizing or ostracizing. Be careful not to join the mob on one side or the other. You know what they say, assume makes an ass out of you and me, and that will always remain true. The shadow aspect of this card may also denote being imbalanced in our approach to our work, play, or leisure. It may be a warning to gear up or wind down, to adjust as necessary to a healthier mix. So the mantra for this card, which I think will be a helpful um, guide, is I lead by example by gaining a bird's eye view. So... Hmm. I lead by example by gaining a bird's eye view. So well, keeping you perspective, you know, not getting that, caught up in I'm stuff. I'm sure there was, we can equate what that last sentence to, I mean, that's like, you know, any one of the stories in A Book of Five Rings, very Mushashi. Yeah. It's very, the, what is the, also the, the art of, very art of war, you know? Right. Her bird's stuff eye view. is so, her stuff is so layered and deep. I mean, she's got a lot of archetypal stuff and pulls from a lot of different cultural systems and references a lot of different spiritual um, concepts and practices. So I find when it, when it, you get to the end of the reading, it's like, oh, that's all nice, but now what do we do? Mm-hmm. Like, what do we do about it? Mm-hmm. And so then oftentimes I'll feel like I want to pull one of her cards because she has, like, what you can do about it. You know what I mean? She's yeah. very, like, practical. Even though it's very mystical in the examination, in the guidance, it's very practical. It's very, like, hmm. okay, this is how you get your shit together, actually, guys. So, thank you, She-Wolf Tarot, Serpent Fire. I hope I get my... I order, I pre-ordered you told Dex me from her story, yes. in 2017. They said that they're supposedly finally, finally, finally going out this month. Why don't you just send them an email? I'd be have, like, I'd be I like, did. Hey, I just I want to make did. sure I got the thing that said. I did. I yeah. I've done that email three times in the past okay. two years, and I just keep, every time I do it, I'm like, I don't want to be a nag, but right. I know I did pay for something. That yeah. So no. supposedly, yeah, it's coming, but cool. anyways. All right, give me a hug. You gotta I gotta take get out off. Of here. Yeah, yeah, I know that it lingered on, didn't it? I gotta stop oh, the okay. thing. Say bye bye. Oh gosh, that was a long time. Oh, oh.